Section 20 of A Minor War History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Minor War History by Martin Alonzo Haynes. Letters 59 and 60. Letter 59, Fair Oaks, near Richmond, Virginia, June 26, 1862. Since I last wrote you, I have been in two lively fights one last monday and the other yesterday monday afternoon our pickets were ordered to advance and drive the rebel pickets as far as they could company one happened to be one of the companies on the advanced line so in we went it was a sneak-up crawling through the thick swamp brush till we struck the rebel pickets jesse dewey and i crawling along together had the luck to open the ball and in one minute there was lively popping along a half-mile front the rebel had no call to make a very stiff fight, and they didn't. General Grover, mounted, with his upper works all that was visible above the bushes, directed the movements, and we rushed them back a long distance. Then their reserves came swarming in, and we got back. Our loss was very light, and Company 1 only one man wounded. Yesterday the entire division advanced over the same ground, and we had a mighty stiff battle, Battle of Oak Grove. We found the rebels in heavy force this time, and it was only after a hard and bloody fight that we drove them back over practically the same ground we had covered on Monday. Only one man was killed in my company, John Brown, a fat, hearty, round-faced, good-natured boy as ever lived. Company B had over twenty men killed or wounded out of forty-six that went into the fight. General McClellan arrived on the field in the afternoon and complimented us very highly for our work during the day. On James River, Wednesday, July 2nd, 1861. At last I've got a chance to finish my letter. Lots of things have happened since I commenced it. I have had no good rest for three days and two nights, so you can imagine the condition I am in. Sunday morning we marched away from Fair Oaks with three days' rations in our haversacks. The way property and supplies were destroyed didn't look good to us. The rebels followed closely, and a few miles back we went into line of battle, posted batteries, and were ready for them. There was a short and sharp fight a little ways to our right, Savage Station, but we didn't get into it. The rebels were repulsed and we moved on again. Along in the night we got into bivouac in the dark, a great mass of troops, where we could see but little of our surroundings until daybreak. Then we soon studied it out that we were at a crossroads, with an immense wagon train parked nearby, and a heavy force to protect it. During the forenoon, the troops were moved into position to meet any advance from the direction of Richmond. We were not attacked until the middle of the afternoon, and then a great battle was fought, Glendale or Charles City Crossroads. We whipped the rebels at every point. The second regiment was all over the field, generally in support of some battery or other regiment. We lost very few men. I was hit in the groin by a spent ball and crippled about as far as I would have been if a mule had kicked me. We were advancing up a slope, in line, to support a regiment that was breaking. I heard that bullet, and when it struck me it set me back out of the ranks, and I thought I was shot through and through. I saw some of the boys look back sort of pityingly as the line went on. It did not take me long to find out that I was very far from being a dead man. There was a dent in my thick leather belt, but the bullet had not gone through. 
it had doubtless struck the ground and lost much of its force before it hit me i was back in my place by the time the regiment reached the crest but in a little while i was very lame and it was only by great effort that i kept along with the regiment that day and the next that night and the next morning we moved on a few miles farther and took position on high ground not far from the james river here another great battle was fought malvern hill the artillery fighting was simply terrific we having some of our gunboats in action the rebels charged again and again and were driven back every time with frightful losses it was a terrible punishment we gave them we were not actively engaged and so lost no men i got in here this afternoon pretty well used up it commenced to rain last night the roads were in bad condition and there were thousands upon thousands of stragglers but aides were stationed to direct these as they poured out onto the flats and the disorganization was quickly rectified don't know when i'll get a chance to send this go up and tell my folks letter sixty camp near the james river monday july eighth eighteen sixty two can only write a short letter now and my old excuse will have to do duty again used up we are fortifying our position and as there is a good chance of johnny paying us a visit most any time we are putting the house in order to entertain him we work night and day on our entrenchments we are camped in an open field on a gentle slope along the crest of which run our rifle pits and earthworks the weather is frightfully hot and as a consequence the men feel very shiftless and lazy i do anyway and judge the rest by their actions quite a number of our boys were taken prisoners in the retreat perk lane is probably among the number as he was one of the six sent back to savage station and they were nearly all taken eddie dakin the captain's waiter is going home to-morrow and i will entrust this letter to him to be dropped in the manchester or some other post-office End of section 20